Welcome to the Mom Owned and Operated Podcast, the podcast about moms and for moms, where we have candid conversations about running a business, raising a family, and remembering ourselves. I'm your host, Rita Suzanne, a single mom of four, digital strategist, and provider of no-nonsense business strategies and tactics. Hi, this is Rita Suzanne, and today I have my friend Nellie with me. Nellie, please tell everyone all about you, your family, and your business. Oh my goodness, where do I even begin? Well, thank you so much for having me on the show, Rita. I love pouring into other women, especially moms, because girl, I feel you. Like I am in the thick season of motherhood right now, so I'll just begin with that. I've got a feisty five-year-old daughter. I do not want to change her sassiness. I think it is a beautiful quality. It's just challenging at times. And then I've got a four-month-old baby boy named Boone, and we're in the four-month sleep regression right now. So cheers to all the coffee. Um, Happily married to my husband, high school sweetheart, Jared, and have an online business truly dedicated to help women that have been underestimated make all the money that they desire and more so that they can live a truly wealthy life beyond like even what they can imagine right now. So we do that in tons of different ways through live coaching programs, courses, events, printables. Like we have something for everyone from, I have no clue what to do to make money online to a $5 million business that we coach and support. So we literally love growing with women and meeting you where you're at and helping you get to where you want to go and even beyond. So that is us as the Wealthy Queen movement in a nutshell. Love it. So what was your path to becoming an entrepreneur? Oh, how much time do you have, Rita? <laughs> you got it. You get it. Okay. I'll give you the Spark Notes version. So I've been a overnight success of 17 years. So I started when I was 16 years old with the crazy idea of like, let's do a fashion show to raise money for kids with cancer. It's just going to be a one-time event. I There was no social media back then. I had no clue what I was doing. I had no money. I just was learning how to drive. My friends thought I was crazy. We raised a little over $3,000 that night, which to a 16-year-old, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I remember taking that money to Nationwide Children's Hospital, being so proud and so filled with joy that like before then I didn't know where I fit in. I I didn't know where I fit into school. So I tried out for the cheerleading team, didn't make it. I tried out for the tennis team, didn't make it. I, you know, I've gone through body challenges. I just have always felt out of place. And starting that organization and really just the, the the fundraising of it for the first event, I finally felt like I found my place and I couldn't stop. Like, I was just like, how could you stop? Like kids have cancer and if there's something I can do to help, then I want to do that. So I grew that uh, for 10 years and it was truly a labor of love. And then when we started deciding, hey, we want to like settle down, we want to have a family. I knew that that line of work was not going to align one with my family schedule because it is it's like you're a doctor on call. Like you're working nights and weekends and you're fundraising and you're doing all the things and it's very intense. And equally from a financial aspect, you don't go into nonprofit to like become wealthy. Like 
uh, hopefully not. So uh, I knew I had to make some transitions, but I didn't want the organization to go away because I truly love our mission, believe in our mission. So I really had to make that exit strategy. And it took about a year and a half. I got pregnant with Emma in that process. And then I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I want to do something. And I want it to be for women. And so since she was born, she's now five, I've just been really like listening to my market. Like, what do you want? And how can I support you? And I've just grown with my audience through that. And it's just cool because the goal was never to make millions of dollars. That's been great. But like, the goal was always, how can I support you and believe in you and give you what you need and give you a safe space? And um, it's just been so fun. Obviously, there's been challenges too, but like, so rewarding. And I just love that I can make my own schedule. That was the biggest thing for me is just like the time freedom to be the mom and the wife that I want to be. Plus making a difference at the same time. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, so it's like the best of both worlds because like, I've always been that heart centered leader, but then there were a lot of money blocks. Like there were, you know, so many tough years of growing the organization that I was putting myself through college, working three jobs, charging groceries, living in an apartment that didn't really like I couldn't really afford. And so uh, there was a lot of worthiness stories of like, I, this is what it means to be successful. I gained tons of weight during that process. And so it was a beautiful transition to entrepreneurship because it really started as a personal growth journey. Mm -hmm. I lost the weight. I then like people started coming to me and they're like, can I work with you one-on-one? And I was like, for what? Like, (laughs) and they're like, just tell me your price. I'm like, but like, why? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, and I started coaching for $25 an hour. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just been cool to grow, to grow up doing all of this. And I, I still feel like I have so many years ahead of me that feels really, really exciting. And I'm just excited to see where we can take this. I feel like, you know, as business owners, we have to do so much personal growth as we, you know, as we are going forward in our journey, regardless. And I think that as we grow as a person, then our business starts to grow along with us. Yes. So so who are you serving now in your business? Yeah. So we really cater to a few different types of like women specifically. So like I said earlier, we, we work with women at all stages of their business, even if they don't know what they're wanting to do yet. So we have some like personal development programs and helping you figure out your offer. And I love that because everyone have has gifts and talents that they can absolutely monetize if they want to. And so just giving them those light bulb moments are really, really exciting. So we really love to support women with ADHD or other learning disabilities. Um, I'm actually getting certified because I've just been so obsessed with this whole world of neurodivergency. And the school is not set up for neurodivergent people and equally business is not always set up. So I'm like, I feel called to like get certified. So I'm going through that certification. So we definitely cater to that type of woman. uh, Also moms, because I'm a mom, I I get it. Like Mm -hmm. I've had male coaches and I've loved them, but there's just this block because they just don't, they, they can't relate to certain things, right? Like 
if I was up with my baby for all of the night, like my day is going to look a little bit different. And so just having that, that relatability to women of like, if I can do it, you can do it too. And here's how I've done it. And here's how I can help you just gives them more hope of like, we can do this. Like, I know this is a hard season for you, but if you do desire to grow a business, we can do it in a very sustainable, scalable, feel good way. Um, learn from my mistakes and then help them. So those are definitely two really big markets that we support. And then um, from there, just really like anyone that has truly felt like they they haven't found their place online. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of doing things alone and we love creating community. It's one of the things that I feel like we're really, really good at just so naturally. Like we have all of these safe containers for women to come in and be open and honest and practice their social media skills, brainstorm ideas, all of the things. And so um, anyone that feels different at the end of the day, whether they identify in those two categories or not, we just love to pour into because everyone deserves wealth. Truly, it is our birthright to have as much money as we desire and have more importantly, the life that we desire. And sometimes we just don't know the how. And if someone can come in, just kind of like a recipe, right? Like, hey, let's make some brownies. Here's exactly how we can make the brownies. And we can tweak the recipe, right? Like, and, but we can do it together. And I just, I don't want women to struggle to success. There's another way. And I just love being that safe space for them. So do you have a core offer or do you have different ones based on the, where they are? when they're coming to you? Yeah. So our core offer is our, what we call our inner circle mastermind. It's a year commitment. And I love being in that container. It is where I spend the most of my time uh, because those people are committing to long-term mentorship and they are all, they are at all different levels of their business. But the one commonality is they're, they want to grow and they don't want to do it alone. And like, witnessing it's our longest standing program witnessing their quantum leaps their you know breakthroughs that they have it's just beautiful like we've had so much success in that program um and equally we have you know uh, other offers memberships we're constantly creating new things and listening to our market um but really like where we spend the most time is in that mastermind and then everything is more like netflix style if you will like you can buy it, you can watch it, you can consume it. And uh, it's all basically self-led at that point, which is still great. Like I've read books, well, listened, not read, <laughs> listened to books and gotten so much great value. And I, the author doesn't know who I am. So like, I love creating resources and we have so much free content too. Uh, but I love creating resources for women just because that one little like, nugget of information can spark a whole offer for them, a whole like epiphany for them. So, uh, we, I don't want women to discount, like I'm, I can't, I'm not ready for, you know, long-term mentorship. I'm not just there yet, whether it be financially, emotionally, any of those things. Um, we offer scholarships for different programs. So we're really wanting to change and transform really the online space and just be so different and be able to really like close the gap for women from a financial aspect, because even still to this day, women are under earning, Mm -hmm. but overworking Mm -hmm. and corporate's not doing much (laughs) about that. And so a lot of women are getting really curious of like, 
what could I do on my own? And so I have so many visions for where we take this uh, movement to really make a mark and a big splash on this online space more than I'm seeing anyone else do. And I feel like it's what we're meant to do. Like no, no one else is not doing anything wrong. It's just like, this is our place. And I know it wholeheartedly. And it's like, sometimes like last night I could barely sleep because I was just so excited. I'm like, you need some sleep, like turn your brain off. But I'm just truly like so excited for how we can support women. And I know there's women listening to podcasts, having a hard time. They're, they're crying in their car. Like it feels heavy. And I just, I want to be that bright light for them and be like, oh my gosh, you're exactly what we've been, I've been praying for, looking for, hoping for all the things. Yeah. I think that, um, it's really easy to hone in and focus in on one group, but, and so like for, for me, I love, working with single moms, especially single moms or moms who aren't supported, you know, meaning like maybe they have their own business and their spouse doesn't support them or their family is telling them they need to go back and get a job because that happened to me, you know? Yes. It's real. Like, it's so real. What did you do in that moment? Like, did you question like, no, because I'm so stubborn. I was just like, no, (laughs) You're like, nope, not going to do it. I'm staying. I'm going to continue to be an entrepreneur. Like, and that's like a lot of other people's limiting beliefs, right? Their money stories, their money blocks. And like, sometimes I think most, a lot of times it's very innocent, but like people don't know that that can really cause, Mm -hmm. you know, a woman to like start questioning herself and playing small and like, good thing that you are stubborn. And I think stubborn has a bad right you're determined absolutely yes determined so I love that a word better way to pivot it and so something that you said reminded me of a lesson that I just recently I don't remember where I learned it from and but it was about creating your mission right and a lot of times when you have a mission in mind it's very arbitrary oh we help women and you know empower women this or that right it's very it's just a statement that doesn't really get your team excited and yes. um something that it made me think about was like well what if your mission was actually something more tangible and mm-hmm. so I changed mine to where it was like, okay, my mission is to help a hundred women by August, right? Help them to really succeed and help them to get that financial stability that they're looking for. And that way, also it gets your team on board with the mission because I think a lot of times we hire help and our help really doesn't really know or why they're doing certain things. And I think that that would help them to get on board. It's definitely helped me and my team to have something I have. So I have a running list of like women that I've actually helped, um, you know, regardless of how small it is or if they paid me or not, you know? So I think that that's something important that we all should keep in mind. Like you said, if somebody's listening to a podcast and they want to take away with something, maybe take that little nugget or something that Nellie is saying, and, you know, use that to help you continue being stubborn. <laughs> and moving. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the, one of the trickiest parts of being a content creator and doing business online is you have a lot of lurkers. You're not going to always get the instant validation, the feedback 
that you're making a difference. And that can be the biggest mind fuck ever because you are like, am I like, am I making a difference? Is it good enough? Like there's so many stories that we can start to create of like, when we can really detach from that, like, and that takes practice and I work at it every day, but like just knowing in your heart that whoever is meant to listen to this podcast will listen to it Mm -hmm. and they'll listen to it at the exact right time that they need to listen to it. And it's not our job to, to have, to seek that validation. It's not our job to like, you know, pressure somebody into a sale. Our job is to go out and make a difference and know that it will come back to us in all different ways. And it may not be that direct person either. Right. Like, so I just, from like all of my years of nonprofit work, like our impact goes beyond, I even know, like, cause some families have like cancer families. It's a very dark time. So like, they're not always going to give that feedback because they're, that's not, we don't ask that of them. And so, you know, I'm sure there's so many single moms that you have blessed their life that you may not even know. So I bet you're already at your hundred, like truly like, but I love this, the specificity. That's a very big word for me. Um, I love that the goal is just so direct because from like a woo side, very specific goals really help you go toward a direction of like, okay, how, how could we support a hundred women? What would that look like? So I love that. And I agree with that so much. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs don't really set goals that are attainable really, which is good. You know, you're, you're constantly striving for something, but a lot of them, their, their goals, they're not even in front of them. They set them and then they turn the page and they don't get them anymore. Yes. I love like our team thrives on good, better, best goals. So not just with launches, but anything that we're doing, like even getting like results for clients, like what would be like, you know, what would be a good benchmark that we could hit? Like you would be like really excited about. And then like, what would be the better one? And then the best, like, holy shit, I can't believe this happened. And like, I love that because from like an ADHD standpoint, we tend to have like all or nothing mindset. Mm -hmm. So if I only focus on the big audacious goals, they'll stretch me and grow me, but then it can really create some negative stories in my head of like, Oh, we're not at our goal yet. I suck. Right. Like, and you're, you're missing the beauty of like everyone that has said yes, or everyone that has been getting results. And it's like really just like focusing on the growth as you go can just be so powerful. I agree. So why do you think your clients like working with you? Well, I get the feedback, so I'll just use their words. Uh, She has a lot of energy. (laughs) She's fun to be around. She gives me, like I've I've gotten this feedback a lot. Uh, You give me direct custom feedback. Mm. I think they, we are very hands-on, especially in our bigger programs, like the inner circle most specifically. I'm deep in their business. Like they get one-on-one telegram access to me and they can literally just like literally hit me up anytime for any reason. And they're so respectful of that. And I have boundaries around that too. But like, if they have a thought or idea or a question, it has been a game changer for results for our clients, and really has not taken a ton of my energy. That was one shift that we made a while ago. And so that having that layer of support, I'm able to do that. Because on calls, it can be hard when you have 
this big container of people, I had, I, as a facilitator, I get to be mindful of the whole group. So when we're just in a one-on-one telegram together, I can like ask them follow-up questions and they can be super vulnerable and they feel safe. So it's like that, those are like the top three pieces of feedback that I've gotten a ton. Um, And they know that I'm not going anywhere. Like I've been around, like my brand has evolved, but like the people that are my lifers, my writer dies, they just keep evolving with me and growing. Um, And it's just been so fun to like see them grow too. Yeah, I think that's more important. And I think that now in our industry, we are seeing a lot more of that one-to-one custom support versus yes. like for me, I have Telegram, but I use Voxer in the same yeah. way so that yeah. they can always reach out to me anytime, but I can still take my time and get back to them when I can. Yeah. I It's one of my predictions of this online space, more specifically coaching. People love the community, but there's just something about that one-on-one connection. Like it it doesn't even have to take that much of your energy and just can be a game changer. So it's one of the things that I think every coach should at least offer um, and just can create just a great retention for your people. Right. And because a lot of times as, you know, a coach or a consultant or a mentor or whatever, we put so much into our clients, but there's only so much that they can give via email or even like right. call wise. Sometimes when you're in group calls, people don't want to ask questions or they don't yeah. want to hear specifics about the personal situations. Yes. There? Agreed. Yes. Yeah. So it's like that. It's the best of both worlds. Cause I think people really, they love groups because we're so alone as an entrepreneur typically. So they do crave that community. And then the results come from like the learning, the implementing, the feedback. So just like making sure that like we have those layers. And obviously we want to be mindful of like the price point too. So like in a lower ticket offer, I have a Q and a form that they fill out and then I go live once a week. And that feels really good for the energy exchange in that program. So they still have a little bit of access at the price point. And then it helps, you know, motivate them to be like, okay, now I want more. And that's been exciting too, to see them feel empowered, that they're ready and craving the next step. And we are ready for them when they are. Perfect. So what is your favorite thing about what you do? Oh my gosh, I only can pick one. I love teaching, whether it's free, paid, you can be literally on a live and never spend a dollar with me. And I will give you just as much as I can to somebody that's spending thousands and thousands of dollars. So I just love the teaching aspect and just truly helping women see and own their power Mm -hmm. because they already have it inside of them. Like I'm not doing anything special. And I mean that in the best way possible. My job is to create the safe container for you to to literally look in the mirror and be like, I'm a fucking badass. Like I get to raise my prices. I get to, you know, dress the way I want to dress. Like we do so much more than just business here. And, and I love just witnessing selfishly. I love witnessing everyone's transformations, big and small. And it's just so fun. Like I live vicariously through everyone that we work with. Yeah. I think that, you know, confidence and then getting over that imposter syndrome and all of these other things is so 
important and it's but it's something can be so hard for us especially so hard um like you said not getting that validation when you're doing things online and people aren't replying and you know all yeah it's it's really hard like for me personally like switching from being a service provider to teaching and now being more productized it is a huge difference but it yes. has opened up so much space for me that I needed in a lot yes. of different ways and ways that I'm able to focus more on my marketing than I ever was before so and like that's a huge investment like you can never in my opinion do too much marketing like because marketing is always shifting and changing people's needs how they are consuming content so like that could be the most challenging part about marketing is like, we can never do enough, which can just, again, be like, ah, like, it never ends. But like, it is like how you position it of like, okay, what's the most important marketing pieces that I can double down on. And then when I do have more time like you, then I'm going to add in the the more wish list items, the longer term marketing strategy. So it's just like, really like, fascinating to me to really look at marketing in a different lens and, and look at business and as a whole, because imposter syndrome is going to be there every new level. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember when I was terrified to invest $100 in a coach, like, and now I've done 50,000. Like, so and I'm like, Oh, we've got this, like, we can do this. And so it's like, every but like, I wasn't ready for that moment, five years ago. So it's like, just acknowledging that like, this is such a journey and you're growing and like how we talked, talked about earlier, uh, like it's such a personal growth journey. And I love the quote, like your business cannot outgrow you. So the more you prioritize your personal growth, your healing, your self care, like it sounds so cliche, but it legitimately is the Holy grail to building a super juicy, sustainable, scalable business that you actually love. Like you can still build the business, a big business and be burnt out and make a ton of money. But like, that's why I think so many moms, especially avoid it. Cause they think that that's the only way. Mm. And cause they see all of these very, um, masculine public figures and it's, it's different for them. And so I just love showcasing. That's my most, like, I promised myself when Emma was a baby because it, like, I've had postpartum anxiety and depression both times. And it looks different for each child. It looks different for each person at every mom. And I've just been, like, more open about it this time and sharing with my team, my clients, the world as much as I feel called to. And, like, I think women think that in order to like have wealth, they need to sacrifice their self-care, their family, their values, their morals, like, and there's just a different way. And I promised myself when Emma was little, like, I'm going to show as much as I can in real time and be super transparent, real raw, whatever that looks like. And I think that's what my audience loves the most. I think like, I'm just showing up as me, like, statistically, I should not have the level of business that I do. Uh, based on all the stats. So like, it has to be because of just truly like that connection piece for me. And like, yeah, you don't need you don't need big numbers to build a beautiful big business. 
So like from a marketing standpoint, like don't chase, you know, going viral, don't chase, you know, I have to spend, you know, $50,000 on ads or any of those things. Like you can do this in a way that like meets your needs and continues to grow with you. And I just think that's important to have that conversation more and more. Yeah. So last question is, are you reading anything, reading or listening to anything currently that you want to, or that you could share? Yeah, this is such a good call out. So I'm a, I am a closet nerd, maybe not so much closet, but I typically do enjoy audible. Um, However, I'm investing in a few big coaches right now. And so I get a lot of access to their trainings. Mm -hmm. And so I just made the shift of like, I'm investing in these coaches. I want to consume everything I possibly can. So I'm listening to their podcast. I have their course on auto, like replay, like just even if I'm not fully paying attention, I am. I know it's getting in my subconscious. And so that was just a shift that I made this year of like, I love Audible. I still add like books that I want to read and listen to on there. But I feel so connected to these two coaches that I just want to consume everything because they have the business that I want to have and the lifestyle that like the next level lifestyle that I desire. And so I'm like, the more I can hang out with them, right? Like you're the sum of the people that you spend the most time with. So if I have them in both of my ears all day long, then it's game over. Like it's going to be so good. So I just feel that like connection to them, even if we're not physically on a zoom or talking. So it's just, it's making everything, uh, everything else so much sweeter. And that's like my advice to anyone that's investing in coaching. It blows my mind when people invest and then they like, just don't show up. And I'm just like, you're spending your precious money. Like you also get to be self-led. Like, and everyone has a different experience and they want different things from different containers. But like, I just encourage people that are investing like as much as you can in the way that it feels good to you, just like cannonball in. Because even if you can soak up 25% of that person's knowledge, like you are going to fast track your way to success. Like seriously, it's mind blowing to me in the best way possible. Love it. Well, thank you yeah. so much for being on. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you again. Always. And for just all the bombs out there, just keep going. I, I see you. I feel you so much. <laughs> like you've got this. You can do it. You truly can. And where can they find you online? Yeah. So we always send everyone to the wealthyqueenmovement.com that has free resources on there, all of our social. So it's just like a really easy home base for everything so people can choose their own adventure of how they want to hang out with us. Oh, I love that. All right. Thanks again, Nelly. Absolutely, Rita. And there you have it. I want to encourage you to remember that being a mom who runs her own business is not easy. We all struggle, but just keep moving forward and don't forget to make time for yourself. As moms, we are usually the first thing to go to the bottom of the list. If your business is overwhelming you and you need real solutions, not just some sugar-coated suggestions, apply to work with me at ritasuzanne.com slash apply.